Yeah, you'd think the idea of a, a sack of White Castles and a bottle of Jack and a bunch of beer make for a nice morning, but it doesn't. <laughs> what up, everybody? It's free pizza, free vodka podcast time. Don't forget to subscribe. Follow us wherever you're listening to all your favorite podcasts. This is episode two. Vaughn Joseph here, London, England. And joining me, Jonas Garvin, all the way from some hotel room in some seedy side of town in Los Vegas, Nevada. What up? What it is, man. Actually, I'm at uh, I'm actually at the Hard Rock. I've never stayed here before, um, and it's a really really cool hotel. Mm. Um, but the the ro- our room is right over the pool. We're got a great we're on like the top floor, almost top floor, looking down nice. into the pool. So it's really cool. There's a lot of good good scenery, but um, it's really weird because it's the Hard Rock Hotel, and you go around the hotel and they've got all this really cool. Uh, guitars and you know clothes from rock stars, and then they at the pool it's a bunch of twenty two year olds and techno music blasting up my fucking room all day, <laughs> and I'm like you can't you can't be called the hard rock if all I'm here is mm-ts, 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 mm-ts. <laughs> and it's just and uh, yeah it's 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 a scene. I did one pool I'm like I'm like the forty three year old guy in the Hawaiian shirt down there, and uh, it's just nothing but a bunch of twenty year old. It's basically just a big orgy down there. Cool. What's going on? So it's like spring yeah, break, a la nineteen like ninety. Yeah, ex- exactly. It's MTV spring break down there. That's what it is. And I used to think that kind of shit was cool, but now it's just really annoying. I'm that guy now that I'm like, God damn it, turn the fucking bass down. I'm trying to fucking sleep up here. I just went and, to uh, uh, I went to a wedding in Cancun uh, earlier this year, and uh, was at a, at a at a resort, and they had a a portion of the resort which was adult only like you could buy certain you know lodging uh, accommodations where you didn't have to be around kids it was brilliant no that's and the pool here is 21 over you know so we you know we met up uh with a couple of our little nieces while we've been here we haven't been able to like, have at the pool so we uh so we just took them gambling and, and white castle <laughs> cheeseburger eating instead and um <laughs> but uh but it, that's kind of cool that, you know, that there's not a lot of kids in the, in the pool and stuff like that. Um, but the pool's like, the first day I was here was at the pool, and uh, and I'm taking a nap. I mean, obviously, you know, they're keeping tabs on what I'm drinking, and maybe they're not used to people that can drink more than normal. Because, like, I'm, I'm taking a nap by the pool, and the guy comes up to me, and he's like, hey, are you all right? And uh, I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm taking a nap. <laughs> he's like, well, we just, we got we to gotta check, you know, because you're, you pull bar tabs like you know, like kind of like high. Eight grand. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, you just want to make sure you're not dead. And I'm like, well, no, I'm fine, dude. Um, you give me another bucket and uh, a couple more shots. My new friends here. Oh, I'm, I've a million new friends here in Vegas, as you can imagine, because uh, you've been out with me before. When when all I have to do is sign for things. Mm. You know, it's it's amazing how rich you feel <laughs> when you're just signing. You don't even need a credit card or any. Just to give you a pen. And you're like, yeah, okay, I'm rich. Would any of you 5,000 people here at the pool like a shot? Cool, bring them. You know? And so uh, I'm, I'm not looking forward to checking out and getting the damage. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be high, but, the, but I've been doing really well on the, uh, on the gambling. So, hmm. uh, so Vegas was fun. The show kicked ass. Nice. Um, yeah, it was, it's just been a great time. You know how Vegas is like? Vegas is meant for like 36-hour doses. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, nothing more than it's, that. That's death. You've been there and for I've a minute, too. Since, yeah, I've been here since Thursday, yeah. and we leave tomorrow. Um, 
she flew in yesterday morning, which is good because if she didn't get here, I'd probably have to who's, get a liver who's transplant. Who's she? By now. The listeners don't know who she is. Shira or my chick. <laughs> yeah, the, you know, she'll from parts unknown. She shall remain nameless for the part of the show. But no, it's been cool because we got to uh, we got to see some friends. We got uh, our little nieces lived here, two of them, and then our other little niece and uh, my chick's sister and, and brother and all that. They actually came up from LA too. And they're staying down at a different hotel. So we got to hang out, and uh, Uncle Jonas got to take everybody for their first White Castle cheeseburger experience yesterday. You can't believe how many people have never had White Castle. Well, it's I think only, it's great. It's kind of like a Midwest, East Coast thing. They don't really have White Castle. Yeah, exactly. This is, yeah, this is the club. Well, you got them in Detroit, right? Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, I love them. And they're, they're a thing that, like, either you really like them or you just can't stand them. But for me, it's like... The first stop when I get to Vegas is I go get like a sack. For me, it's um, both. I love them while I'm eating them, and then the next morning while I'm stuck on the toilet wishing I had more battery power on my iPad, I'm hating them. <laughs> yeah, that's well. That's the nice thing about the White Castle is uh, I don't even know why they they're in that section uh, in the frozen food section at the grocery store. They ought to be over there in the lactose section <laughs> or with the with the bran muffins or something. Yeah, because if you you eat White Castle. You, the next day, you do have the ability to shit through a keyhole at 40 paces and not get it dirty. <laughs> I used to have a White <laughs> Castle right behind my house when I lived in Ferndale on 8 Mile. And um, shout out to uh, Marlo and Chayla Yoga out in Waterford. Marlo is a, a friend of mine. She used to live upstairs. And um, we used to hang out. But the White Castle was literally like one street up. So we would just get in the car, you know, like a Friday, Saturday night when you'd been drinking and doing whatever else, and you just make a cocktail because the drive-through line was so long. We would just drive over there and chill out in the line for like half an hour drinking and getting White Castle. Brilliant. Yeah. See, you no, know, I it's yeah. There's nothing to me that's the best drunk food on the planet. It's those little greasy, nasty cheeseburgers <laughs> with the holes. And, so they got uh, holes in them. <laughs> they got holes in them, yeah, and they just—you don't even have to chew them. They just melt in your mouth, and you keep. And all of a sudden, you got like your twenty-seven burgers in. Mm, you say and, melt. Uh, <laughs> more like yeah, they dis- just melt. They more like disintegrate into your mouth. <laughs> yeah, and and then you get some onion chips, and the, the chicken ones are pretty good too. But uh, our one, our one little niece, she was having none of it. She mm. was like, she's like, you'll get me a hot dog because I'm not eating this. Mm. She's fine. She's smart. I think she she knows better. She she's knows. like, this doesn't look like it's, yeah. Um, I think but, we all uh, know yeah, better, like, but we just do it anyway. Well, they're so delicious, mm. you know. And uh, but yeah, so that was the the White Castle experience. Uh, we've been having some fun in Vegas, gambling on some uh, football. Did a parlay today. Um, my chick, being the high roller that she is, she went to the sports book today and uh, put five dollars down on a three team parlay. And see, it's weird because now we're we're in our room and. With such a high roller bet such as that, I'm waiting for him to come knock on the door and give us the, the penthouse. <laughs> so that's if we have to cut it short because the hotel staff has come up and uh, and brought us some Don Perignon, that's why. It's because uh, Mrs. Vegas over there is Got bankrolling the casino. Upgrade, upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Would you like to have so – you're so money, you know? Um, but, yeah, dude, it's Vegas, man. I haven't been in, in – uh, and it's weird, dude, because they got all the um, – the Las Vegas Raiders shirts for sale now. Do they? Uh, it's just weird seeing oh, Vegas Raiders. Oh, me one of those. They haven't, they haven't been, like, black. Oh, that sounds cool. Well, I, it's a Raiders shirt, so that's yeah. uh, kind of the only color they have. Well, I had a white one. Um, I had a white Raiders shirt. 
I don't know why. I had a white Raiders jacket. I actually left it at your house to give it to one of your friends when I moved to England because I was like, I can't wear that. Yeah, anymore. gave it gave it to uh to Louis Saw. I think he's in prison now. But I know I was looking for, for that shit. I looked. I knew I left something somewhere. It must have been in the pocket of that coat. So, um, shout out to your homie. Well, in, dude, can in you prison. imagine <laughs> the, the crime that's going to be here when the Raiders come to town? Because the Raider fans are degenerate. Uh, group of people as it is. Hey, They're don't, don't, They're like don't. Billing. You're out there in them streets, just, man. Them Raider Nation to get at your ass. <laughs> I know, but I mean, it's like, okay, so here's the thing. They, they cause enough problems in Oakland and in L.A. and everywhere that, you know, and so so now you're going to bring them to Vegas. But Vegas is built for that. cheap alcohol. Yeah. Built, you know, just, let's, let's pump them full of cheap alcohol. Yeah. It's not a far drive from L.A. or Oakland. Mm. I'm telling you. But it's, I, I want to be nowhere around it. Vegas is built for that. Just as soon as you said cheap alcohol, the next thing I thought was hookers. So Vegas is built for that kind of chaos. So they are going to the be fine. They'll be fine. I forgot just, I mean, I, so yesterday morning I wake up at like, I don't know, 7 or 8 o'clock. And uh, she's, my chick's flying in. So I'm like, I'm just going to go sit down at the hotel bar and chill out. And wait for it. Now, at this point in Vegas during the day, for those of you listening aren't really familiar with it, this is like eight in the morning in Vegas is when you're going to have a lot of drunk single guys that are still going from the night before. Okay. And they're just kind of like sitting at the bars. And I'm just kind of kicking back, watching all this go down, watching these hookers pick up these dudes <laughs> and get them back to their rooms. <laughs> and uh, I was like, this is so rad. Like, where else can you? Where else can you get a, a hooker for breakfast? This I'm is just, mad. I mean, the, you know, this is like just rad. But just I'm watching it all go it. down. I'm not mad at it. When I, no, worked at, when I worked at Beverly Hills Hotel, I used to see that shit go down every single night. I used to see celebrities come in who uh, shall remain nameless. I don't know why. I should name a shame. It's like it's not come at me. But with hats pulled down, they come in and get you know, a little cruise through the martini bar looking for a little something-something at the bar and then go out. So, uh, yeah, no, and the same thing at the Roosevelt uh, in Hollywood too, but yeah, dude, but it was just like, uh, it was like I'm just kind of for the first time in my life, I actually kind of got to step back and witness this whole thing as an adult, not getting a hooker because I've gotten hookers a million times back when I was younger, <laughs> but million. like, but now I'm like I'm sober and I'm watching this whole transaction. I'm like, wow, that was me 20 years ago, <laughs> you know? Because I mean. It's it's and plus if you don't do cocaine anymore that helps with the, uh, you know because you're up at eight thirty in the morning tuned up, horny, and so why not get a hooker? Well, I, um, I do all that anyway without the cocaine. <laughs> eight thirty. Well, no, no, this is you know back. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it was just it was so fun to just watch all this go down yesterday like multiple multiple times at the I wasn't walking around either. This is all going down at the same bar, hmm. and uh, I was like, wow, this is really cool. And then, you know, she got to town and fun stuff right there. all that, right? So he was like, I can't yeah. do nothing now. I have to put on my best performance off stage in exactly. Vegas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Action. <laughs> um, yeah, so we were talking about NFL. Our picks for the, the wins have been trash, dude. I'm looking at our records. We haven't picked anything that all changes over this like week. 50%. Last season I was doing, or season before I was doing all right, I didn't watch much football last season. Um, 
But, yeah, hopefully. I know I was watching one game earlier at Green Bay. It looks like they were already down, but I don't want to comment on football. They're down. I'm watching that game right yeah. now, Green Bay. Washington's all over 14 nothing. Yeah, but uh, I, I saw you um, picked Washington, and I was like, wow, like he's smoking. Well, so, how about Cleveland? So, but, no, we're not going to talk about any other games until next week because we, we should be talking. Well, no, Cleveland's already over. They won their oh, that was Thursday, Thursday, Thursday night. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I didn't watch that because uh, it comes on too late here. So they I, won. Uh, they won. We can talk about win. that game. That's actually that's what we should do going forward. Sorry to cut you off. Um, we'll talk about Thursday night's game because we can't really talk about Sunday because it's happening right now and it's so stupid. So anyway, fire away. Thursday night game. I missed it. What's up? Okay, so I check into the hotel and I'm on the way to the gig and I'm like, you know what? Let me just just a quick bet. Let me go in the sports book and bet on Cleveland to win. <laughs> and uh wait wait like, wait, wait wait let's let me frame let me frame this for people that are over here in the it may be in the uk or or even back home that they play the jets right yeah okay. and they haven't won a game in in two years right all right <laughs> I mean, right like, so like the, the browns the browns have are so bad they even suck on playstation we'll just start with that and then week one my detroit lions who has matthew stafford former pro bowler like the second most passing yards of a quarterback in the nfl like in it, it to his age and history um you know we've got all this these great components the detroit lions we store the roar here we come and they come out and play the Jets in week one and lost like something like 265 to three. And um, so you just knew. And this is a rookie quarterback. Sorry, 235 to six because he threw an interception on the very first play of the game, which Detroit returned for a pick six. But he came back and systematically dismantled Detroit. So you expect yeah. the Jets to be whooping ass and they lose to Cleveland. To Cleveland and wow, yeah, and then I thought Cleveland was going to blow it, and I was sitting back in the little green room there before I hit the stage, and I checked my phone, and I'm like, right on, because when I made the bet, I took a picture of the the gambling slip and texted it to uh, Mr. Cleveland himself, um, <laughs> and he's like, you're an idiot. Why why don't you just give me the money? You know, and I'm like, hey, and uh, and it was cool. So they won, and then like um, after the game, we we came in. And and it was uh, we hit the blackjack tables pretty hard Thursday night, and I woke up like I don't know if you saw on social media, but like there's there's two rooms or excuse me two beds in the room, and one one bed had a pizza box mm. and a bunch of like casino chips, and the other bed had my shoes, and I woke up on the floor. Yeah, but I heard about that. I didn't see it, but I heard about I, it. <laughs> but there was like just there was like casino chips everywhere, like hundreds and five hundreds, and I'm like, oh, this is so rad. I did kick ass at the blackjack tables last night and uh and then you know not so much yesterday but uh went down and parlayed on a bunch of football today so hopefully um that goes well so i don't have to suck somebody off for gas money on the strip to, to make it back to los angeles <laughs> that's kind of the plan uh it's a good thing i got respect for your girlfriend so um moving right along so the nfl is in action right now and um, yep I'm not betting on Detroit to win anything this season. I've already said I hope they do better than six and ten. Did you hear that this morning on the news that that Detroit was in the works to trade for Gronkowski? Really, Gronk's and it, Gronk's and it was old. almost a done deal. But he said, I think the, I just kind of overheard something about it that he said that he's the one that nixed it. He didn't want to go to Detroit. Well, I mean, who would? You know, why would you leave? Why would he uh, be Tom leaving? Brady? And yeah. in fact, you play the Super Bowl every year. Yeah. 
I know. And that's, uh, that's just dumb to go there. That's just dumb. Gronk's a yeah. Gronk's a patriot. What does he want to come and be with? Um, the, the new coach. Uh, I can't even think of his name. The guy who hasn't won any games for us yet. <laughs> Is he missing the, the the defensive coach? I don't know. I feel bad for Lions fans because they like they got nothing to cheer about. No. Kind of like you know. I mean, at least Cleveland's in an up upward direction. It seems like they're. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, we rarely have anything to cheer about as Detroit Lions fans. It's very rare that we actually have a winning team. Even when we had like rock, rock solid players, like we had Barry Sanders, arguably the best running back ever to play the game. A lot of people will say Emmett Smith, Walter Payton. You know, okay. Walter Payton, yes. greatest football player that ever lived. Ask anybody. You're you're biased, but I'm not saying running back. I'm not saying running back. I'm saying general football player okay so in the in we had herman moore who was a you know again one of the top level receivers at that time there was no one better playing except for jerry uh uh, jerry rice at that time yeah and then you know so we had these great players calvin we couldn't do anything so i don't i don't get what 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 the the energy is in detroit that is just keeping everybody from you know i i think it's a it's a, a broken franchise, kind of the way I felt about the Bears for the past few years. Like, you, you maybe you need need different ownership or something like that, which we know will never happen. No, but like it, to me, it's like it's just a broken franchise. Like you know, I mean, they've got endless supplies of money. All mm. NFL teams do, mm. and uh, you know, bring in some some good players and, and some good personnel. You know, make it. You know, because if I'm like I said, I I haven't been excited about the Bears the past few years. This year I am right. because they finally started making some moves. And then when they trade for Khalil Mack, I'm like, oh, okay, we're putting all the chips in here. Yeah, no, fair and, enough. Uh, well, I think that's what Detroit was I, trying to do by bringing in this, you know, the the, the new coach from New England, and um, you know, the, they made they made some some moves, but the Ford family's not. We'll see. Right. I mean, you know, and, and the thing is too, like I, I was so glad that there's a Cleveland. Uh, is kind of on the upswing because they have a, just such a huge, loyal, rabid fan base. Mm. And, you know, if you – I've never – I've been through Cleveland. I've been there. I know a lot of people from there. Mm. And so, like, it's – in Cleveland, if you're a Cleveland Browns fan or whatever, it, it means more so than, like, being a, an L.A. fan or something because in L.A., we got a ton of shit to do. If our team suck, it's no big <laughs> deal. You just go to the beach or, you know, whatever. There's so much to do, but like in Cleveland, all you got going on is watching the freaking Browns every week, and so it's just to me, it's it's uh, their their fan base deserves it, you know, and so they I I, I wish the Browns nothing but the best. It's probably because they made me some money on Thursday, but mm. um, I'd like to see them do well, you know. I'd, I'd like to see like a Detroit Cleveland Super Bowl. Right, that'd be kind of cool, yeah. you know. And you know, same same way I felt as far as fan bases. Uh, the Chargers, when they left San Diego to come to Los Angeles, I thought that was the stupidest move ever. For one, we don't need two football teams in L.A. Yeah, and for two, I don't know if you're familiar with the Chargers fan base, but they're they're a darn loyal. Yeah, they're diehard. Uh, they don't got nothing. Well, they're they're good in sports down there. They're good with sports. They're they they like uh, you know their hockey and and all that because they've got baseball. They had well, they did that with yeah, the Angels the too. They, they did that with Anaheim. You know, the Padres games are great to go to. I don't know if uh, anybody listens ever been to. Uh, San Diego Padre Petco Park is a great place to catch a baseball game. Yeah, so even if you're not really a big baseball fan, it's fun. Mm-mm. Yeah, Cleveland, um, Cleveland Browns. We'll see because Cleveland, Cleveland Browns actually, their fans got all nutty. It was in like in the '90s they moved 
to Baltimore, didn't the they? The dog pound. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, no, the Art Modell. In moved, the middle of the night, dude. Moved from the team. Like, moving vans. <laughs> they moved the team. And it's like, like, like 2 a.m. Goodfellas type shit. Comes in and packs up the team and moves them to fucking Baltimore. Yeah, they had what a, a dick. So now they're the Ravens, and then they had to get a whole new Cleveland team. So um, Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, they should... They know. Hopefully, they're they're in the right direction. Hopefully, they don't go like one and sixteen or whatever. You know. Hmm. No, that's Detroit. They won't be too. Yeah, exactly. That's well, the, that's you, Detroit. Yeah, you're you're setting the bar pretty high. Saying Detroit's going to win a game this year, dude. I, well, so, you know what? When, I before, don't know. Before I moved out of Detroit, I moved to before I moved out of Detroit and moved to L.A. It was when Detroit wasn't winning anything. They like there was a season before I left, I think, and they hadn't won a single game the whole season. So the the bet next season was to see how many I remember placing this bet and I actually won this bet and I never got paid see I don't fuck with guys in Detroit so <laughs> it was just like a bar bet you know just casual bet but um we were at this restaurant in Royal Oak called Lepanto and my friend was the manager um and he was pouring me a glass of wine and his friend Sean Sean I know you're not listening but you owe me you owe me ten dollars so um, I bet that the the they would win six games that season. Like that was that he's like, there's no way they're winning six games, <laughs> and they ended up winning six, yeah, six the next season. Right? That's how bad they were, man. And that's like we've been enduring that for decades. How do you have some of those names I mentioned before and can't get to the playoffs? How do you have Barry Sanders who can like run all around everybody? And not get well, yeah, wins, and then just uh, Tony's a broken franchise. Yeah, uh, and I, I know you mentioned a, a bar bet. You want to hear on? I still owe a guy on a bar bet, um, <laughs> but I didn't want to. Okay, you remember the running back for the Vikings, Robert Smith? He coasts uh, college. I think he's on ESPN like college now. He's a commentator. Nah, I don't know. Um, anyway, back in the late nineties, um, when the Vikes had that fifteen and one season, I don't know if you remember that Randy Moss and all. Uh, I think it was Warm Moon or mm-hmm. Randall Cunningham, all that shit. Anyway, I'm the I was the daytime Sunday daytime bartender at a place called Bunkers. It's a huge biker bar, Minnesota Viking fan bar, all this stuff, right? So, but at that night, all the Vikings after they would play, they would come hang out right. um, uh, to see Mick Sterling and his stud brothers. There's a live band up there, and mm-hmm. uh, Mick might even be listening. I don't know. Mick still playing there, and I. Mick is rad and his band is kicks ass. But anyway, that was like the thing to do. The bikes would all come in there. Right. So me being the fucking drunken idiot that I am, um, I was off work already. So I'm well oiled up and, you know, hammered up on the Jack Daniels. And I'm hanging out with a couple of the Vikings. And this song comes on the radio. And I, I can't, like, uh, in between when the band, you know, in between sets, they play music. And uh, this song comes on, and I, I swear up and down, I know that it's like uh shaka khan or something right and and robert smith is like no it's not it's you know earth wind and fire or something like, whatever right and we're arguing like it's getting like pretty you know hated right so what and, happened uh well i said i bet you 20 dollars, motherfucker and it's 20 dollars bet right now that we're gonna go fucking talk to the dj <laughs> and he'll tell us and he's like you're on dude 20 bucks so, what so the, DJ say? the dj booth and, and it, the dj said robert was right so he's like, where's my 20 bucks? I'm like, fuck you. You're a millionaire. I'm not paying you shit. <laughs> and then, you know, so every Sunday he would come in and this became kind of the running joke. He's like, you got my $20. I'm like, no. I'm like, you, 
you just made like a million five for that game. Yeah, because collecting off of people like you, if they 20, 20 bucks. So, you, you know, you was leaving exactly. them short. If he let everybody keep all their, you got lucky you let you keep all your fingers because he probably realized you needed but them for like serving drinks or something. I will shit. say this. So. If you are listening now, Robert, I got your 20. <laughs> Come on out to the comedy club there in L.A. next time you're in town and, uh, and I'll make good on it. Because I think as back in those days, you know, you needed like every dollar you had. Mm. But uh, you know, <laughs> I'll take the I'll take the money I want on Cleveland, and, and we'll call it interest. And it's Robert Smith <laughs> if he's not at ESPN. That's hilarious. I was reading this article on because um, people send me stuff on the uh, uh, Twitter, whatever thingy, and this woman in Florida apparently she was like dunking her son in the toilet. Did you she see was doing it? what? Did you see this? This woman, she was dunking her son in the toilet. Oh, yeah. Well, he was being a little shithead. Uh, hey, oh, thank you very much. I'm out. Be sure to tip your waitress. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, did, I, saw, I saw the article. Like, she wanted to prove a point or, or she was just messing with him or joking around or something like that. People got all crazy. Some, some people, I, I, when it comes to, like, the way people parent their kids, uh, to me, it's gotten way too much. Um, you know, some people just need to mind your own fucking business. You know what I'm saying? Unless the kid's in like grave danger. But well, this is on the like, internet, I mean, so now it's everybody's business. So exactly, it's been made but my I mean, it's been made my business because you you know exactly. people are social justice. No, everything warriors. is everybody's business anymore. But so. like you know, if remember like if you. When we were kids, mom might spank you at the fucking mall, mm. and people just oh, like kids be acting up. Mom's gonna hit them. Like now, if you see somebody like spanking a kid, people like call the cops. Oh yeah, no, I never got disciplined in public. It was always you just wait till we get home. My mom didn't care where we were. <laughs> like it did not, and she was a little tiny thing too. She's only like five three, mm. hundred pounds, mm. but could put a whooping on you good. Mm. She, her uh, method of choice wasn't drowning me in the toilet like this guy's mom. Hers was the uh, the wooden spoon. Yeah, I was going to say, I knew and, somebody's uh, mom that used to carry around a wooden spoon. <laughs> yeah, that was the weapon of choice, dude. And you'd be surprised just how much power can be generated from five foot three hundred pounds into a wooden spoon. It was like a what of, you, freaking, yeah. A lot of surface Bernie area back on there that fucking spoon. Rocking, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, and break them and then go get another one. You know, it's like shit would beat me so hard. That would snap the spoon in half, but don't worry, there's ten more in that jar on the counter. <laughs> so this woman, I mean, and, uh, people, she's been receiving death threats and whatnot. I don't really particularly agree with what she did. She's she's claiming that you know the video is taken out of context and he wasn't crying, he was laughing. If you know, blah 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 blah. Um, I you know I don't know. I you, I can't say. All I can comment on is what I'm being presented with, and I I'm looking at how she's got this kid's arms yanked behind his back for one. That's looking well, probably because you can't fit his whole body in the toilet bowl. So you just want to go just with the head. Oh, you do God. have in her defense, you got to pin those arms back to get the you know the full effect because he's three uh, years old. Know. It says he's three. Come on, well, that'll learn him. He's three. I bet he behaves at the restaurant now. He's three. I bet he doesn't act up and ask for shit at the mall. He's three. <laughs> what do you know yeah. at three? You don't know anything at three. I don't three. know anything. I mean, I remember when you well, when I, we used to have to worry about this in high school. It's like, oh shit, freshman year, they're going to be dunking, yeah, you know, getting the white wash. I think it's because like, 
I mean, I, I think you should wait at least until your child's four or five before you drown them. Yeah, come on, you know, man. In, in the toilet. <laughs> you know, there's gotta be, maybe there's an age limit now. Views you know, and opinions expressed by Jonas Garvin do not necessarily reflect those. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't fucking dump your, excuse my friends, but you can't dunk your kid in the toilet. One, the bacteria, and the, the, just from a safety standpoint, but two, from a psychological standpoint, you know this kid is going to be traumatized. He's going to remember this. I would remember that. I, I can't get it out <laughs> of my head. you think he's afraid of the toilets now? Well, like he just won't piss or shit in no, the toilet at all anymore? Be afraid we'll of his, near it. He's going to be afraid of his mom is what's going to happen. He's not going to have any respect for somebody that's dunked his head in the toilet. I mean, come on. She must be young, too. I bet you she's young. I don't know if, what her age is or anything. I'm only just seeing, yeah, seeing this. Probably. Well, there's, there's a lot of people out there, too, having children that really don't have any business having children. No. You know what I'm saying? There's like shit. I see it with, like, dog mm-hmm. owners up, up running all the time. Half the people that hike up running with their dogs have no business owning a fucking dog. <laughs> and there's, that? there's a lot of people. Well, they just they, – it's like they don't take, they don't take accountability – for their fucking dog's actions. Hmm. And the same thing with, like, people that... Some people just... You know, you see people having kids just because they can. Like, young girls, and, and it's like, you know? And <laughs> I, I just... Yeah, we definitely don't... don't we don't monitor that too too much, do we? It's like, we, we, we have deer season every year, so we can go out there and thin out the population. <laughs> but, you know, it's yeah. like... It's not like a bunch of deer that are screwing up the ozone layer, you know? But yeah, Exactly! We, like, I mean, like, and <laughs> there's so many... I cover this in depth, I think, on my 2009 release uh, comedy album. But, you know, like, anybody can just have children. There's no screening process. And I think that's fucking really, really stupid. Like, you know, you got to have a license to drive a car. You got a license to hunt. You got a license to fish. You got to have fucking all this other shit. You got to have a license to cut fucking hair. Okay? But all of a sudden, it's like, oh, you've got a vagina. Hey, you've got a dick. And uh, this guy's a, you know, meth head. And let's just have some kids. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) <laughs> that's hilarious yeah you know, well, I, we just, can, I see it all the time we can just keep on having kids and you know you would think that after you know you've had a couple you realize you don't have the dna to create like geniuses that you should just knock it off but <laughs> yeah it, yeah you, you know it's not like the yeah. old days where you would just have a bunch of kids because you lived on a farm somewhere and you needed somebody to go out there and plow the back 40 <laughs> you, and, you needed you know, the labor force yeah, for free know? right you know so you just feed them in the morning lunch and dinner and then they they work for you all all day for 18 years for free they were brilliant yeah, and I, you know, and the thing is too, I don't understand people that, you know, they they're on the fence, like, well, we're gonna have a kid, maybe, you know, like a. I was talking to my aunt; she has twins, and she's like, you know, I used to think that's just what you're supposed to do, like you're supposed to get married, have kids, that's just what you're supposed to do. But she goes, after having the twins, she goes, if you and whoever's involved don't completely 100% want to be parents, then don't do it. Hmm. Um, you know, and and she wanted kids bad. But she's like, people don't understand just how much fucking work it is. Like you, you know, it, it, the idea of having, see, that's to me why being like drunk uncle is just the coolest fucking thing ever. Mm. I get all the benefits and I don't have any responsibility. Yeah, no, they go home I, you know, at the end of the day, don't they? It's perfect. Yeah, here you go. Here's some money. Here's some ice cream. Let's go for a boat ride, whatever. Petting zoo. Come on, Uncle Jonas got this. Oh, wait, you know, now it's happy hour. You need to go back to your mom and dad's house. <laughs> yeah, because I don't <laughs> exactly. So I'm just I'm not stupid enough to um you know, we can't even decide on a dog. 
<laughs> much less a kid. So, but I, but well, I know better, dude. I know I would be a, 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 I'd probably be a good dad, but at the same time, I don't want to risk it. Right. You know, because you you get so many people that that they'll have kids and they turn out to be, you know, people say, oh, once you have a kid, it's completely different. You, you know, you'll, you'll want to be a great dad. I'm like, okay, mm. what about all the shitty fathers that are out there? Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? That maybe they thought they were going to be great dads and they didn't turn out to be, mm. you know? Well, so, so some of them probably didn't uh, even want to be great dads. Some of them didn't even want to be dads, period. And the woman was like, I'm keeping it. You got nice green eyes or, you know a job or something mm-hmm. and so yeah yeah the kid this motherfucker make minimum wage. <laughs> i'm not getting rid of this baby uh especially if you're like a light-skinned black guy with straight hair and green eyes oh yeah she's keeping that baby <laughs> and, <laughs> and a couple of bucks in the bank you look like <laughs> iced tea back in 1985 she's keeping that baby so. yeah you're cool well you know i don't know coco <laughs> might want a kid i have no idea I think Ice T'd be a rad dad. That'd be cool, huh? <laughs> oh, that'd be cool to be if your dad would be Ice T. That'd be just bitching. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you used to come home if you got in trouble with the cops and you're a kid. You used to come home and be scared to tell your parents about it or whatever. But but if Ice T's your dad, you know, he's like patting you on the back. Ice Cop T. Ice a thug man back in the day. He would probably put the put the hands on you for discipline back then. Now he's probably a bit. Uh, more relaxed. But. Oh no, he would. He would. Um, he definitely strikes me as the type of father that would pistol whip his kid into <laughs> into behaving. That's you know? that is Which would be cool. Then they they'd be good kids. You know. Well, one would hope, but I, I think, but I don't think that assaulting your child with a uh, firearm is the way forward to uh, disciplinary uh, improvement. Well, it all depends. I mean, is it is? It, I mean, we going with a wood handle? pistol a revolver i mean you know because if you if you get one of the like the those synthetic uh, glocks they're really light and that's just kind of kind of get your point across you said you you, you weren't, know, without, you weren't thinking about having kids right <laughs> yeah no we're not we're not having kids Dude, you should see our hotel room right now it looks like it looks like led zeppelin stayed here and since she got here yesterday morning she's like did you have a fucking party there's i'm like no there's just it looks like it looks like uh, Led Zeppelin stayed here. So mm-hmm. I, I just figured, hey, I'm going to – I'm not fathering material. I'm telling you, dude. People think I'm Joe. Oh, you'd be a great dad. No. Just <laughs> look at the pictures on, on social media. I, I'm, you know, I've got a, a niece in one hand and a, and a cocktail in the other. It's not really conducive for constructive parenting. You know, I'm not helping with your fucking homework. I'm drinking. You'd be a great um... – You'd be a great ex-husband with a kid that only uh, – the parent that only has the kid every other weekend. You mean you mean like a typical American father? Pretty much. <laughs> in, this day, in this day and age? <laughs> you only see you know? your kids every other Tuesday and on weekends. So. Yeah, well, they, I mean, they, you know, all the, like I said, all the little nieces and nephews, they all love me because I'm just uh, – for one, I think they can relate to me mentally mm. – because, um, you know, I stopped maturing. What did you say, hon, about nine, nine years old, ten years old, something like that? And uh, so that's where my mentality is on that. But then they also know that um, the, the more Uncle Jonas drinks, the more he hands out cash and, <laughs> and candy. And uh, So they need to stay close by if they want to reap the rewards of your uh, your binge. Well, they and they, they, they stalk, too. They're like little little vultures because they'll hang out and if i'm just having some beers or whatever it was whatever you know they're hanging out and, and then they see me start with the shots and then they'll come hang out hey uncle jonas is going hey kiddo you want a 20 dollar bill you know so they <laughs> it's a, it's a planned hunt for the for the youngsters yeah, they just smart they, yeah they're smart these days they've learned and uh 
Well, they got they got rolls of cash <laughs> from, from Uncle Jonas. And so, yeah, you know that's uh, that's probably why I couldn't pay Robert Smith that twenty bucks. Somebody get drunk and hand it out to five year olds. What's uh What's the next uh, show in uh, L. A. Um, I gotta get home and look at my book, but uh, there's there's a lot of stuff coming up. Um, we are in the works right now to shoot another comedy special. Um, be my fourth one. Can you believe that? Mm. And uh, like I never thought in a million years I'd do one. You know, like where where are you gonna get an hour's worth of material? It's so hard because when you start doing stand up, they give you like three minutes to do, and you're like, what the fuck am I gonna talk about for three whole minutes? Mm. And then you you just keep writing and and you shoot a special, and you're like, wow, that was. You know, that's I've always wanted to have my own comedy special. And I did that in like 2008, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, I guess I would write another one. I'll never be able to do that. That's that's a whole other hour. I can't do that. I did it, and then another one. And so this looks like we're going to be this spring, and we are in the works. Speaking of rock and roll, to shoot it at the world famous uh, Whiskey Go Go on Sunset. Nice. Which would be really cool to say. Like to me, playing the comedy clubs, I'm not really. I mean, it's cool that I can say, you know, you know, the comedy story, the improv, and all that shit, where like Richard Pryor was and George Carlin was and everything, and that's that's cool to say that, and and to have done it and and to do it all the time, but to me, being the you know the big music guy that I am, um, like if I could play an instrument, uh, I would not be telling jokes, right? But and and we'll get, you you know this that's how we met, but uh, you know, to be able to say, wow, I recorded a comedy album at the world famous whiskey a go-go where like the doors and zeppelin and motley crew and van halen and you know i mean that's to me that's just way like i just i still get like because i get to work with a lot of these comedians that I've, I've often watched and looked up to and that's cool and everything but like to me if i'm sitting at barney's or at the rainbow and like you know slash walks in or something like i'm just like this is so freaking cool like you know, to me it's way way cooler than meeting comedians that i've looked up to you know mm-hmm. and because you know i mean that's how we met i want i've always aspired to be a fake rock star <laughs> and so when the commercial uh for those of you guys listening who don't know how vaughn and i met what was that 2006 bud uh, probably was it and six yeah, yeah we, we did that commercial for uh the table mountain casino and i remember we did the audition together and they cast me as the drummer and they cast you as the lead singer, lead guitar player. And then when we got like we got there, the director switched it around and made me the lead singer, made you the drummer, and I was all pissed off because I wanted to be the fake drummer. You know, I was like, my entire life, I've always wanted to be a fake rock drummer. I'm like, I've made it. This is so fucking cool. And he's like, I'm going to make you the lead singer. I'm like, I don't want to be the lead singer. He's like, what are you talking about? Do you get all sorts of close-ups and, and fucking camera time? I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I don't care about your close-ups. I don't care about your camera time. I want to be the fake drummer. Fucking like that's, that's, you know, I was like, I remember being all bummed about it. And like, you were bummed because you wanted to be the singer. And the rest is history. And that's how we became, became buddies. Hmm. And then uh, I remember I didn't know, I didn't know what the food was. I was so stupid and new to the business that I, they set up the craft services. And I didn't, I was scared to go eat because I didn't know who the food was for. So I called, I called my chick who's been in the entertainment business for a long time. I'm like, hey, put all this food out. Who's this for? He's like, you stupid, go eat. And I'm eat like, it. oh, you know, I was just like, but, uh, but yeah, just, uh, to be able to play the whiskey is going to be, be really cool. Yeah, you know, cool. me being the fake rock star that I am. Yeah, it's all good. Um, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. So how about, uh, 
How about you? you? Got any plans to uh, get back out to LA anytime soon? No, no, I'm not going to LA. I'm trying to go. I'm trying to stay over here where I can work, man. I'll be out there s- sometime next year, probably. I don't know yet. Um, okay. I'm, well, like I said, let me let me know when you um, want us to come out, and we'll come out. We'll do a bunch of shows, you know, with you wherever you're at. You want to do want to do London, or you want to do Spain, or yeah, yeah. We'll let you know what's going on with that. I'm not really sure just yet. So I want before we go because we we're we're not quite done, but um, I wanted to pick up on this story. We were talking about football, but I missed we missed over it. Um, have you heard about this uh, President Trump? Uh, Stormy Daniels, uh, Ben Roethlisberger thing. No, I, I, I mean, I know everybody knows about President Trump and Stormy Daniels. How does? Please tell me, how does Big Ben factor in all this? Oh wow, you don't know this. Okay, so no, okay. like I said, I haven't, I dude, I haven't read the news in four days. Yeah, I've no, had my fair enough. I, I never read the news. I don't table. read. I don't. You know, I've, I'm just seeing it literally right now while I'm standing here, and. Um, Apparently, is I'm just going to paraphrase, but back in um, 2006, she was at a nightclub and you know she knew Trump apparently from before this, and um, she she's I think she was working either stripping or whatever, and uh, he calls her, and she gets sent back into VIP, and Trump is sitting in this VIP room with Big Ben, and. Um, you know, and then they gang raped her. Long story less long. <laughs> she Trump says to Ben, you know, why don't you walk her back to her room? You know, and um, so he does. <laughs> and then he gets <laughs> back. He, does. he gets back to her room, and she's just like, mm, yeah, you know, I'm tired. You know, I'm getting ready to go to bed, and because he's like, well, can I come in? And you know. <laughs> I've had a busy day of taking my clothes off and sucking cock for money, so. Uh, I'm going to turn in. So he's, you know, but he's like asking her for a goodnight kiss and all this other stuff. And then apparently, you know, he started ramping up the pressure and she wasn't having any of it. And he's knocking on the door and all this other stuff. And, um, yeah. So wait, no, Ben, Ben took her back to the room. Yeah. And ben took to her back it. to the room, tried to get some. She was like, well, that's his MO. She's like, no. And then he just wouldn't leave. And uh, she's, of course, she says, I was terrified, and I'm rarely terrified. So, um, but you know, Big Ben, Big Ben's like what six, six, seven, six, eight, or something like he's that. He's a big boy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a big boy. Uh, and mean, so, and what? So that you said Trump tried to come by and like help? No, he no, he introduced them. He was with Ben. And oh, okay, he's so the that's one that hooked that's her up. With him. Yeah, yeah, no, he okay, was there yeah. with them. Well, um, I'm I'm gonna have to look into this story more because that's that's a wealth of comedy. <laughs> um, the, the the big Ben Stormy Daniels Donald Trump love triangle, um, but you know the thing is too, um, you got to look at his track record. So in this story, I know she's a manipulating gold digging whore, but at the same time, <laughs> I got to side with her on this one. You know what I'm saying? Just just given his track record. Oh yeah, no, um, he's he was accused of he, a rape was that probably about almost ten years ago now or something. Um, Oh, that, that was 2010, I think, something like that. But he's very, uh, yeah, I don't, very rapey. He's got a very rapey vibe about him. When you see him, you know. yeah. And I, I, they they did a whole story about how he kind of like lost like the fame and the ego just took him over, hmm. and uh, which is understandable, um, you know. And but my only thing when all the rape allegations were coming out um, is like, and like the chicks that. Houston were like Steelers fans, and I'm like, um, 
he won you a couple rings. Why aren't you fucking him? You know, I mean, like, why is he having to even go to that level of, of having to rape you? You're wearing a Steelers jersey. He's got a Lombardi trophy. Fucking screw him. You know, what's the problem here? Hilarious. Let me, um, we have to take a quick break because my uh, pizza just arrived. So hold on a second. Sweet. And, and my vodka just got here too. So in keeping with the theme of the podcast. Baby girl, baby girl, wanna be your boyfriend Going to the court right now, no time, no day I'm gonna let it down cause I got you into me right now Right here, close you with my dream and never gonna stop That's why we gonna live forever and all So girl, you my basketball Every time wanna play around the court You my basketball, girl You got that beautiful swag, baby girl You my basketball tonight Every time wanna play around the court You my basketball girl Girl, you my basketball Every time wanna play around the court You my basketball girl You got that beautiful swag, baby girl You my basketball tonight Every time wanna play around the court You my basketball girl you my girl, the winter rose that never dries up you Beautiful swag, you my girl, beautiful swag and swag Let us build on rocks where we hope For better days and times are good ago You my girl, I'm your boy, two lips grow and wait us fall Turn on music and make it loud Let us rock and rap like Mustangs in the wild We go play like kids again, girl You my basketball, every time wanna play around the court you my basketball girl. You got that beautiful swag, baby girl. You my basketball tonight. Every time wanna play around the court. You my basketball girl. Girl, you my basketball. Every time wanna play around the court. You my basketball girl. You got that beautiful swag, baby girl. You my basketball tonight. Every time wanna play around the court. You my basketball girl. Come along, let us play, let us go around the world in 80 days. Make them move, make them dance and make them shout. You my heart and know, you make me invisible, that's I'm cool I know. Girl, you rock like the rock all around the world. We saw you my basketball, every time wanna play around the court. You my basketball, girl. You got that beautiful swag, baby girl, you my basketball tonight. Every time wanna play around the court, you my basketball girl. Girl, you my basketball. Every time wanna play around the court, you my basketball girl. You got that beautiful swag, baby girl, you my basketball tonight. Every time wanna play around the court, you my basketball girl. Big Ben, you know, we'll see what happens with that. I don't follow this stuff. I really couldn't care less. I mean, it's, I don't, let me take that back. I do care about men forcing themselves onto anybody, whether it be male or female, but I'm not necessarily interested in these idiots in this story, so I'm not going to look Yeah, no, I'll, I'll look into it, too, and I'll, I'll have some uh, some more stuff for next week as well. But, uh, no, I thought today was cool. It was good, but... Right on. So, um, you guys follow the show where you follow the shows of your other favorite podcasts, Podbean, uh, where are we? Spotify, iTunes, podcasts, whatever. And hit us up on free pizza 
free vodka on Instagram. And next time you're in LA, though, hey, does that free drink thing um, apply to no matter where you are? Or was it only just in Vegas? That, that if you mention the podcast, no matter where I'm at, you know. And the thing is, too, it doesn't even have to be a comedy show. Let's just put: if you see me at Barney's <laughs> eating chili and, you and say, drinking free pizza, free vodka podcast, say, motherfucker. Yeah, no, that that free drink rule is open to anywhere. It could be at an airport bar. It could be here in Vegas. It could be at the White Castle. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Look what just got in the pool. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Never, what was I doing? <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. It could be anywhere. It could be this afternoon. Uh, but you guys won't hear this podcast until tomorrow, probably, or the next couple of days. But No. Um, oh, well, yeah. Probably tomorrow. I won't. I'll put it on a Monday. I can't be bothered with that. Cool. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow, I'll be on my way back. So, it, it, it could be at the Mad Greek in Baker. If you roll in there and uh, the offer still stands because I'll be there eating the gyro those things are good there and getting some alien jerky oh, man. Uh, in the middle of the desert excellent so if, hit us up guys follow the show follow uh, Jonas Garvin at Real Jonas Garvin you can follow me at V3TV if that's what you're into and DM me all your fun picks as long as you have clothes on if you're a guy don't do that um, that's the quickest way to get banned from the show's email page so, right on <laughs> thanks for tuning in we'll catch you guys next week free pizza free vodka coming up later later